Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. I'm going to start this episode with a very unfortunate word that I had the misfortune of learning. And this word is coprophagia. So if you already know what coprophagia means, I would assume you are either really into insects, you like looking at very random Wikipedia pages, or you have a scat fetish, which no shame about that, it's just something that I would personally never, cannot imagine myself being into. So coprophagia or coprophagy is the consumption of feces and you're like now oh shit where's this going this is where it's going and if you're eating breakfast or lunch or dinner this really isn't the episode for you and i would recommend that you finish your food maybe watch something else i am a very big fan of the new season of stranger things if you haven't read it yet maybe you can read the seven husbands of evelyn hugo Basically, I recommend doing anything except listening to this episode while you're eating or drinking. But if you're at the gym or be commuting to work, I, th- I guess this is okay. I also don't really recommend listening to this episode out loud because while I was researching this, I ended up making a lot of faces like, ooh, and ooh. Moving on. As a species... For very good reason, it's generally frowned upon to eat shit. But, you know, more than eating shit, it's generally frowned upon to eat other people's, I guess you can call them human leftovers, like skin or mucus or urine. And this is for a really good reason. And it isn't just because it's kind of gross. And when it comes to human excrement, it's a lot of danger. If you eat someone else, you could be eating some unknown bacteria, diseases, parasites. Can you imagine eating the poop of someone with worms? And then you can get worms. In fact, let me digress for a moment. That's actually the most common type of parasite infection, at least in the US. I know we have a lot of American listeners with us. And so it's called a pinworm. And it's really common among kids like in primary school elementary school kids so what happens is that they go to the bathroom and they don't wash their hands properly and then afterwards they start to eat lunch canteen some shit like that and your your kids they eat and then at night the eggs hatch and while they are sleeping the female pinworm goes all the way to your booty and lays thousands and thousands of eggs in the skin around the booty around the ass and this causes itchy booties right so yes there is almost never a good reason to eat someone else's poop okay but what if i told you 
hypothetically, and this is an impossible situation. What if I told you that eating someone's poop could make you young, beautiful, cure any physical issues that you have? Like if you have a really deep cut and you eat someone's poop, your cut would instantly be healed and you wouldn't have any scars tomorrow. Would you still do it? Hi. I'm Teddy and welcome to A Briefcase. Today we're covering a listener recommended case. Thanks, Aaron. This is the case of a recently charged Thai cult leader, Tawi, like really recently, like arrested in May this year recent, and his followers who would eat his bodily waste and excrement. Okay, now we need to start this case with a man called Diran Pao Fakao. And he's more commonly known as Morpla, or like through my very desperate Google Translate, Dr. Pla. But for this case, we're going to call him Morpla. Now, Morpla, in a lot of these sources, he, he's called a celebrity, a star, a shaman. Now, I'm not too sure if he does a lot of shaman things, like rituals or whatever, but he is definitely an influencer. On his Facebook, he has something like 3.8 million subscribers, and I tried to subscribe, but you have to pay like $3.98 to subscribe, so I'm not sure if this is a recent thing, but if it is, he's making some good money. Alright, and his YouTube has something like 2.4 million subscribers. Like, just looking through, and I assume he does do some rituals, but I really can't tell everything is in Thai, so if I have any Thai listeners, please help. Now, reading through some Google translated Thai articles, what I can see is that he initially got popular for his videos where he helped people with supernatural issues. And if you know anything about Thai and Thai horror, supernatural issues can be very scary. And after that, he got even more popular for exposing monks in Thailand for their bad behavior. And people definitely reached out to him for all sorts of problems. And one of them was 53-year-old Janjira. Are you tired of true crime? Do you want a happy ending for a change? There's this new podcast that I've been listening to. It's called How I Met You, an Asian podcast about love. And every Monday, they release episodes where couples share how they meet, their biggest arguments, and their less than perfect proposals, just like this snippet. I think that was the first time in our relationship that I questioned whether or not fundamentally we wanted the same thing. I felt like this person doesn't understand what's important to me. I value so much my personal time and space and I value so much that even as we continue in this relationship that I don't lose my sense of self. And he could not understand why. I guess this boils back to her original conversation we had about her previous boyfriend that she started to be very reliant on him and then she lost her sense of herself. I myself realised I need to find like outside of Jean what it's important to me what do I want because if one day which I hope the day never comes when Jean is not around like what do I do then if you want to check them out link to their podcast is in the description now Janjira lived in the Konkin province of Thailand and I'm sure this isn't out of nowhere but one day her 80 year old mom Noi left to a hermitage a, a commune Tawi's cult and so she was expecting her mom to come back. 
day after day but nothing so she starts digging around and you know if your sibling or partner or loved one joins a cult and you're not you're not expecting anything great right but definitely not this so she manages to track down her mom and it was definitely very culty imagine this now all the women wore knee length sarongs and all the men wore sarong trousers and everyone had to take off their shoes before going into the area but the thing is that it wasn't exactly a house from pictures and the description it's kind of more an exposed dirty forestry area and it's is a hut really with a roof from grass leaves and this is just an opinion but i feel like your feet would be cleaner if you just kept your shoes on and now let me take a moment to describe Dawi. So he's a 74 year old man and he seems to be shirtless a lot. He has white hair, a white beard. He just looks kind of old, you know? So now imagine Jinjira. She's watching her mom, her 80 year old mother, take Dawi's phlegm, rub it all over her face, and then eat his dead, flaky skin. And his followers, all his followers thought that this would keep them safe from illnesses, diseases, coronavirus. And this wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was that on this property, there were dead bodies. 11 dead bodies. And Noi, the mom, even asked to be left there when she died. And I, I don't really understand this. This is like hoarding what what are you planning to do just have a bunch of dead bodies stacked up and after seeing this i mean i would be horrified and she was pretty sure that her mom was being brainwashed so she reaches out to more pla who definitely seems to know how to handle this kind of thing and calls in the police they find about 30 followers in the camp Alright, which is already too many followers and these were all mainly middle-aged or older people and his followers believed that eating his feces, his mucus, his dandruff, drinking his urine could cure them and if you're like me, you're thinking, okay, why would they do that? Because he claimed to be the father, the father of all religions. And even though they admitted that the dead bodies were other sick followers who clearly did not stay safe or cured, the bodies were there for the quote-unquote father to send to heaven. They even said there is no smell, there is no odour, only those with a tainted mind can smell the odour, which is giving me really strong Empress New Clothes vibes. So now imagine you're a policeman. In front of the policeman, they would, they would like rub his arms, eat the flaky skin fresh from his arms, and drink his urine. Thankfully, the police did end up arresting Tawi. And then the thing is that the area that they were camped in, that wasn't even his land. So he faced additional charges of enroachment of forest land and violating public health law and disease. Because, you know, no, no masks. He was detained at the Konsan police station, but we don't know what happened after that. We do know that his followers actually camped out and waited for him. So, as with all our other cult cases, moral of the story is don't join a cult. 
Anyway, this is a really recent case. Maybe it was inspired by Belle Delphine and her Gamer Girl Bathwater. I don't know why it's, it's such a catchy name, Gamer Girl Bathwater. If you like this case, share it with your friends. Give us a 5-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. It helps the show and it makes me happy. And you can drop me a DM on Instagram at a briefcase podcast if you have any recommendations. And as always, find me online at abriefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week for another briefcase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.